Welcome to Conscious AF. This is a podcast all about how to help you discover and live into your most conscious and empowered self. I'm your host, Joanna Dryling. Every episode, I will be inviting you to evolve into something greater than yourself because through your evolution, you can expand the collective and the collective needs your healing now. Good morning, everybody. (sighs) Yes, a deep breath. (laughs) Just real quick. I also want to warn everybody that uh, I'm burning incense right now, and my smoke alarm in my room has been extra sensitive to the incense lately. So if for any reason, if for any reason the fire alarm goes off, uh, we will adjust. Uh, but yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about it, and I know that that is affecting my ability to uh, speak with full consciousness here, but today I wanted to (sighs) today I wanted to drop in and talk about this earth day tomorrow so today is the 21st and tomorrow is the 22nd of April and it is the day that we celebrate earth day and to me it is no accident that we are experiencing what we're experiencing on the 50th anniversary of when millions of people around the United States all stood together to fight for environmental causes. And over the last month, we have given the earth, mama, are like the truest home that we have beyond the home within our body, beyond the home that we think of as our external existence of home, which we are now, quote unquote, not forced, but we are being secluded into these spaces. And what the true home here, when we come back to it, is our self, our within, And also that which is without, which yes, includes the home space, but also the collective home. And we're at this time in history that is forcing a lot of people to look at the way that they have previously lived their life, to awaken them into doing the thing that they have wanted to do because Basically, the collective was slapped upside the head with a two by four, is what I like to say. It's like, and I've had that happen to me on a personal level, and like, it hurts. It fucking hurts. But it also awakens you into something, right? So, while we stay secluded and isolated in our homes, let's not forget that let's please remember that we are a part of a collective that is here to take care of the earth that is just as a part of nature as 
the ocean is a part of nature, as the mountains are a part of nature, all the animals are a part of nature. We are not, also my window is open, so my door is moving, so (laughs) we got a ghost. It's a ghost. We, and that's, so we are a part of this collective nature, and we are remembering this because we are taking a breath, a moment for society to just not really exist. And for whatever powers of the universe that that is existing, and whatever powers of the universe that is creating the revolution of this, with this, we are a collective of brothers and sisters. We are all family here. And we forget that we are all one and that we're here to take care of this planet, to ensure that the planet thrives for the generations that come after us, that our legacy is to leave one where they can actually exist in the earth. Whoa. That's... feels like so much to ask (laughs) but that's actually very very little like that's a very simple thing to do your legacy is your ability to actually know that your earth that you created while you were here can be passed down can be experienced by the people that will be your legacy whether or not you actually have children, you imprint that. And yes, maybe that's a knowing, maybe that's, maybe that's not selfish enough. I don't know. But it's, that's our true legacy. If we want to leave a legacy, we all like people who have purpose, people who have movement in their movements, People are leading something. They want to have a legacy. The legacy here is to ensure that there is a legacy to leave. To ensure that there is an earth to leave a legacy to. And what's... For me, we don't think about... And this whole experience, if you're even slightly woke, is reminding you of how much you consume and how much so much of your life is not actually necessary for your survival and even your thriving and like because there are people thriving in quarantine right now and there are some people not but it all comes down to the mindset and the perception of what's happening in front of you and this earth right now is being so shrouded in fear like it is just running so deep and to me that 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 is the virus that we're really that's gonna that is the thing that's literally opening up our physiology physiology to the virus and so 
it's like we the legacy that we get to leave is love when we can begin to actually see the collective the brothers and sisters that exist with us this family that exists with us we can then extend love to them because we are seeing them as ourselves we're able to show them compassion because we realize that we are all in this together and that I was talking to one of my friends the other day and she said, this is a Ram Dass quote, but it's like the best, the way that I can help you is helping myself the most. Like the way that I can help you is by evolving myself. And the way that you can help me is evolving yourself. The way that we can help the collective is by evolving ourselves. It's like, I think about the changes that I've made in my consumerism, in my purchases and in my possessions that allow me to like really lean into more sustainable and green living and I'm like 110% all about those aspects yes but also the like healing of yourself within your spirit is also and then therefore being able to raise your vibration So like to me, the healing journey is the constant movement and raising to a higher level of threshold to which your vibration sits. And so the healing that our collective needs, like that, our vibrational shift and the shift into love, the shift away from fear, because Fear is something that's created in the mind. Fear often exists in a space of three-dimensionality. I don't know if fear exists in 5D. To me, it doesn't. (laughs) Because it's something that's created in the mind. That's a rabbit hole. Um, But I think about... It's like, yes, like we can make those changes, but the change that really is going to impact the collective, going to impact the earth, the legacy, the family is your own healing journey and being able to learn that your vibration within your being is something that is of your own creation. Yes, we have to work with the subconscious mind to imprint more deeply on the body but it is something more of your creation because it takes conscious effort to move towards a higher threshold of vibration. At the same time, I encourage everybody to do their part to lessen their carbon footprint. We don't think about a lot of the things that we do and the way that we consume whatever it is, whether or not it's the internet or food or whatever is contributing to our carbon footprint, how much we travel. Like I have been forced over the last couple of, like the last year in particular, to like really look at how much I love to travel. I love it. But like, how can I do it in a way that is not, is like like least harming the environment? Because airplanes are not, not healthy. It's just not healthy for the lungs to have like constant travel in the sky. And that's like the reality that we used to exist in. Right now, the world's shut down. And the question is, are we going to like take this time that we've been given to like 
actually check ourselves to like, we can't just like, you know, it's like a camp high. It's like, okay, yeah, like quarantine, we're going to do all these things and live a different way. Like when this is all over and then it gets to be when it's all over and you do it for a couple of weeks and then you go back to the simple habits that you had before. So you checked yourself, but you didn't really continue to embody the check. And it's like, can we continue to let the things that we learned through this process be continued integrations into when this is over? Hashtag. (laughs) Y'all, I got a fucking list of hashtags chilling on my phone. (laughs) I'm like... All the things, the patterns that I'm noticing in people's speech through this process, fucking great. Anyway, so it's like, also look at that. So like, I did the calculations one time at like four o'clock in the morning. It's like in our lifetime, let's say on average, you, you as one human being are using two plastic bags, two plastic bags from the grocery store, like a week. By the end of your lifetime, and that's two. Like, I know people who use vastly more than that. That is two. So, like, think about it. This is crazy. By the end of your fucking life, you'll have used over 15 million fucking plastic bags. So, yes, it is but once that you're using this plastic bag, but 15 fucking million. And that's literally only about two bags a fucking week. Like, like I I think I did 70 years of life maybe I don't know anyways calculate it because it'll blow your fucking mind so like all these little things like yes and then like ziplocs and stuff like that so it's like how can you make little changes in your life that allow for less imprintation on the environment because like even using the internet a lot and using data and that is consumption We don't necessarily think of the internet as something that we can consume. And it's not like it's a finite thing by any means, but we do pay for that. It is a utility. And so the more that we use, the more that like we are having a print footprint, you know, that we are contributing to the consumption. And so again, like it's no accident to me that, that like earth month, you know, which is for like the April, theoretically is like earth month and it's like it is no accident to me that this particular earth month the 50th year the 50th year guys that like this began to be a movement that we're now having a check ourselves of what those people were trying to achieve in that space and that like we do have this incredible opportunity to come back to ourselves to check the way that we've been living and alter it. I have been using the same reusable like cloth bag for literally, I'm at nine years now. I bought it in 2011 when I graduated from high school and I have saved so many plastic bags in that process. This shit is fucking big too. She can carry anything. So it's like, those little things that was like before I really even got into being a more conscious consumer I just bought the thing and it just came in handy and it's just fucking awesome like I take it with me everywhere y'all like I kid you not it sits in my purse so it's like 
little things, little tiny things. I came on last year for last year's Earth Day and I'm gonna close my window uh, real quick. We really have this opportunity right now to take such an honest look at what we're doing, how we're consuming and what our consumption is therefore creating in the environment, for the environment, for the earth and for the greater collective. Even your waste, you know, we always are constantly consuming these products and not thinking about all of the waste that is coming from said products. So it's like, and I don't mean this, I don't mean what I'm saying in a place of restriction. It's learning how to find alternatives to the same things, like even tree-free toilet paper and tree-free paper towels, like just things and like the unpaper towel, man, I love the unpaper towel, except for it's not the most absorbable little thing, but it's like, but still like you can, I've been using them as napkins and, and, um, toilet, or not toilet paper, wow. Um, and so like clean up messes, it's just amazing. And like just little freaking things that we can sprinkle throughout our life. We don't know the impact that those little tiny, tiny little things are making on the environment at the end of the day. Like we really, really don't. And when we can become more conscious of it, like this experience is causing us to do, hopefully, please, I pray that we can really begin to see a shift in the collective and the imprint that we're making because we can already like there's already evidence that has shown us that we actually like typically we hit our maximum amount that we can hit per maximum amount of consumption every year we hit it in about october i think and you know so we're over consuming every year on the energy that the earth can sustain in order to move into the future so this year we're actually going to make it fully into the next year because of how much our consumption of gasoline um for air flying airplanes people and even like think about it even to the depths of tractor trailers like people driving those things and trains and everything like kind things are really like put at a halt right now and you can see the environmental effects of it. Like it's everywhere. If you're looking into it, you can find it. And I mean, it's been a whole entire month since I came on and jammed on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Like it's been a while since I've sat down on this mic. And um, and shit has really gone down in the time that I haven't been here. And like I've grown in awareness, you've grown in awareness, we've all grown in awareness. And it's like, again, what awareness, what learning, what like in this incubation of learning and in this incubation of like really uh, having to be with yourself and like learn how you are and even potentially be contained, contained, quote unquote, like be in an environment with somebody else at the same time like how many relationships are you struggling in quarantine and like are you you know and like what's and are you limiting what you're doing like how's again how is this little incubation period how much are you actually going to let the awarenesses that you gained through this process continue to be the driving forces going forward if you 
I mean, what's unfortunate is like, I also feel like because of all of the fear right now, people have less hope in humanity than they've ever had before. And if we believe in the less hope of humanity, if we believe, if we put out the energy of having less hope, we will create that. So, and again, that's a part of seeing and believing in the family that exists on the planet. And so, and in all of that, in those actions and in those thoughts, the driving force is fear. So again, how can we come back to love? Love. Mm. I was thinking about this when I was sitting on the couch drinking my coffee. It's like, how much all you need is love. Like the Beatles. You got it right, baby. Like, I feel the urge to sing. But it's like, I that this right now, that is the antidote. And it like, yes, gratitude, yes, but like gratitude leads to love. And like the ability, and like to me, gratitude means love. Like from the sense that like, if you have gratitude for something, that means that you love having it in your life. That means you appreciate it for being there. That is a love thing. And so moving into the vibration of love, the healing agent, and it starts with you because the other, like, the thing that I've also been thinking about is that I've been praying every day for the collective. Every day I sit down with my cup of coffee and I pray around my cup of coffee for the collective because that is where I'm at. <laughs> That's just like, I love praying. I've been in, that is a practice that I've been into for so long. And I really... Um, and like now I know that that can also heal my energy put towards that sort of thing can help heal the collective. So I'm here for it. We're doing it. And so the other thing that I have to realize is that our prayers are made manifest through action. Our prayers happen through action. Everything that we pray for, even if it is a healing of the collective, is an answer found within ourselves. So when we pray for strength, we must find the strength within self. When we pray for happiness, we must find the happiness within because all of the things we pray for are, they exist within our being and how we can really act on and become more, become stronger is by moving towards actions that allow us to build strength. You know, to actually like bring forth the strength. It comes through your being. It is a force of God, yes, but it's also just you. But let's not forget the fact that we are all consciousness incarnate. We are all God when we came here on this planet. In our purest forms, God made all of us in his image. We are all him. We are all the all existence. Whoa. We are a family. And 
the family can be healed through love. Bringing love to yourself. Because if we want more, if we pray for peace on the planet, how does that peace come to the planet? By you showing up in peace. By you facilitating peace within. That's how it's created. That is how it is manifest. Prayer happens through action. And this is my prayer. And I'm going to do something really dorky right now. But I'm feeling it. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. Love is all you need. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. Mm. yeah amen to that i'll catch you guys on the flip side thank you for tuning in to this episode of conscious af if this message resonated with you i invite you to share it with those you love who could benefit so that we can grow this movement And to grow this movement even further, I invite you to rate and review the podcast so we can continue to expand this message. If you are interested in becoming your most conscious and empowered self and learning more about relationship coaching with me, I invite you to go to joannadryling.com. Thank you for being a part of this conscious collective. Thank you for doing the work to expand yourself and become more conscious to help the collective heal. Sending you so much love today and every day. See you soon. Mm.